Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast. So this episode is going to be about flowers, sunflowers and marigolds. That's what's growing in abundance at the farm at the moment and uh, an experience that I had just recently. So I'll see you in the episode. So the big question is this, how do we live in more sustainable and regenerative ways? How can we tap into the ancient secrets of living in harmony with the sacred nature of life? How do we embody the interconnected web of life that thrives in abundance within each of us? That is the question, and this podcast will explore the answers. My name is Craig Hubbard, and welcome to Shambhala Living. Hi everyone, and welcome back to Shambhala Living podcast. So it's actually been a couple of weeks since I've done a podcast. I had a, a goal to do 30 podcasts in 30 days and just share from my heart with you guys and I did that and then I life got in the way and I um, it just started to feel a bit too hard again. I've made the commitment to get back to the podcast and reshare again and it feels really good to be to be sharing because it feels like this podcast for me is, I've, I've said it before, but it's a, a really cathartic way to share what's on my mind, share what's on my heart and during that process of connecting in and just being a vessel for a, a message, a voice to come through for myself and for, for those that are listening. And today, it's, it's tonight, so I'm sitting by the fire again. It seems to be the pattern that I'm doing the podcast at night, so everyone's gone to bed and you can probably hear the fire maybe in the background. It's coming, it's about the middle of spring now in Australia and the flowers are blooming, so... That's what this podcast episode is about. I never thought that I'd be so taken by the flowers. I thought I was all about food growing, vegetables, superfoods, leafy greens, all that sort of stuff, medicinals. And it was only when Chrissy brought the flowers to the farm, kind of through... uh, a bit of an accident, I guess, or um, it, it, I, it, I know it's not an accident. It would, it's certainly synchronistic, so that, that would be a better word for it, through synchronicity. And I'm so grateful that they've come into my life. I, I always just thought flowers were, I don't know, I just didn't think they were of use. So I, was, I was so hell-bent on... Um, spending my time growing things that were that I could eat or that I could share with the community to eat, and I, I guess I didn't really value what flowers brought in in so many ways. And so we planted. We've been planting flowers each year for the for the last two years now, and at the moment we've got fields of sunflowers, and it is just absolutely breathtaking to to walk up there. They're 
they're over six foot. In fact, some of them are um, eight feet tall. When you're walking in amongst them, you just disappear and you can't see the person in front of you, just sunflowers. So we've been harvesting some, taking them to the markets, but the majority of them are just staying up there. And that's done a couple of things. That sparked a an idea to create the Shambhala seeds. And if you've got a garden or if you're looking to start a garden, one of the most amazing things about having your produce, uh, whether it's vegetables or flowers, that you get to, to, to see them, you get to eat them, but there'll always be an abundance uh, generally in, in the garden and some of them will go to seed. And in the flowers, they're just so prolific. This, when one f- sunflower seed goes to seed, there's hundreds of seeds on this one sunflower head. And that one sunflower head came from just one seed and it just shows just how abundance, how much abundance is inherently within the DNA of, of nature. You know, from, from that one seed that plants, that grows one sunflower, and then if we keep that, those seeds, so I've got a, a seed head on the bench drying out, and we can then plant those seeds and plant hundreds of sunflowers, and then in one season, from one seed, we could have from hundreds of sunflowers, each of them having hundreds of seeds. We're talking tens of thousands of, of seeds just from one generation. And then you take that to two generations of, then we've just got an abundance of, of, um, of seeds and, and biodiversity of carbon and and this if we take this to other crops then we've got this amazing biodiversity that just keeps on coming back and that's the power of a regenerative garden a self seeding garden that that it's always a great idea to leave a percentage it doesn't need to be a large percentage 10% of the garden let it let it go to seed you know like let let some of those flowers go to seed let some of the lettuce and the the veggies don't harvest them let them go to seed they'll take double as long so they do take up a space in the garden so it it is a something you have to sacrifice the space but the abundance of whether you're just going to let them drop into the garden and self-sow or whether you come and collect them hang them upside down and dry them out and then keep them for the next season or maybe you might get another round in the same season the this episode was actually more focused on was planning to be more focused on the marigold i was really taken yesterday with the marigolds well we've grown marigolds before and marigolds are such a great plant to have interspersed in the garden they uh, they attract the good bugs and they repel the bad bugs They'll also bring the birds into the garden as well, so the birds will be be there to eat your your bad bugs. So having flowers is so amazing for for the abundance of the rest of the garden, let alone the ability to to look at them and be 
see their beauty but, and harvest them and bring them into the house. And these um, marigolds, normally the marigolds we have are quite small and when Chrissy and I met in Bali, they had these big pom-pom style marigolds and they'd be everywhere, every temple we'd go to, every yoga studio and most of the cafes and all of the shrines are all over the place. We had all these um, um, big marigolds, like as you could only fit one marigold into your hand. They were so big, and they would seem to last a lot longer. And they were completely spheres, so there were there was flowers all around, upside down, everywhere. It was just this big ball of of flower. Um, but I couldn't find them in Australia, and I finally found some, and I planted some seeds and we saved some seeds and then we planted a whole patch of them out and they just have started coming up in the last few weeks. I was walking through the other day and I, I started seeing, wow, they're like they're just so abundant and so full and we'd been harvesting a few of them. But what happened was I was looking at them a couple of nights ago, I harvested some and brought them into the house. And they just were amazing healers for me. Though My mind was, was racing a bit. I'd had a lot going on. It's easy to slip into the collective consciousness of, of what's going on out in the world. And, so, and also that I, I love creating and so my mind's kind of racing and creating things and thinking but it can be um, quite tiresome sometimes and and every now and then I just would walk past and and they they would stand out because they were bright orange and bright yellow and I'd I'd see them and they'd just draw my eye in and I would just be absolutely mesmerized and I'd pick them up and and it just hit me that wow these were the, the the flowers that I I remember dreaming about back in Bali and and wishing that one day that I could be growing them. And I never consciously thought to grow them, but but since Chrissy uh, got inspired to grow dahlias and then other flowers and then we came across these pom-pom marigolds and uh, so and that night I was dreaming about them as well and and I was just seeing them as these little pods of of healing beauty and um, I had to do the markets so I, the market I don't usually do the markets these days so the markets whoever does the truck gets up at 2.30 in the morning and then we drive the truck to the Noosa markets or the Kiwana markets so I was on for the the market run and I got up at 2.30 and I was getting ready to to get in the truck and drive away and then I just had this burst of inspiration. I was like, oh, I remember seeing the, the marigolds and they're all just so full and, and I just couldn't not go to markets without going out and harvesting a big basket full. So, and it's the first time in this season while they've been on that I've, harvested an overflowing basket and um, it was in the dark with the torch and it was just so amazing to be out in the field in the in the middle of the night with the torch and with my scissors and the basket and 
they there was this, this abundance. It was it was like a little overwhelming to pick so many of these just big handful size marigolds and so I took them to market and I we were just giving them out to the customers and we were decorating the store with them and and then when I came home there was still so many more and and the the amazing part of flowers is that when you harvest the flowers then it sends a message to the plant to grow more flowers so and generally they might come out with this one big head of a flower and then when you cut them or we call it pinching them then it um, splits them into more stems so you're getting more capacity more stems to grow more flowers so what I'm noticing is that when the more I'm harvesting these flowers the more they're coming back and they grow quite fast when they're in this season so um, that afternoon I noticed there was so many more and so that next morning which was uh, yesterday Today morning, the days are all melding together when I'm doing the markets. So I don't know what day it is right now. Anyway, the I think it was yesterday morning, the day after the markets, I went and harvested another whole basket, and it was it was so amazing. You know, we're taking photos photos of them. We put them all around the house, in on the shrines, and on the table, in the bathroom. Uh, on the bedside tables and then we're taking up to the shala and decorating the shala and it's just I just felt so grateful to the flowers and the gift that they gave me and that I could give to others and I feel like they are literally little mandalas that are healing just via their visual cortex of the 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 images images and the the um, energy that they hold that when we look at them and we're in their presence that they reset reconnect our our system that's what I believe that's what I'm experiencing and feeling we can enjoy if we've only got so many then we can enjoy them on the plant and we can also enjoy them in the in the house as cut flowers and and you'll see that you'll you'll start getting more of them as well, which is amazing. And then we'll leave a percentage of them to, to go to seed. And that'll be generally at the end of the season. They'll just naturally go to seed and they start dying off and it starts it's a, it's a bit sad because they all start looking dead and it's tempting to just rip them all out because they just look dead and withered and dried and brown. But then when you, open, you you go over and have a look at them, then you'll see that every petal is um, is attached to a seed. And, and those seeds, depending on what flower, and they've all got their, um, their, their, their different ways of holding their seeds and delivering their seeds. And the marigolds have these little thin, spiky bits that are connecting the flower to the stem and there's just hundreds again on these little or these these um, marigolds that are uh, nowhere near as big as a sunflower but they're still just so epically abundant with with them so in one one flower would be a whole packet more than a whole packet's worth of 
of seeds. We'll also start saving some of these seeds and then um, bringing them to you at the markets. And, and the, the great thing about seeds is that we can send them around Australia and in certain cases around the world. So some seeds can't cross borders uh, and, and countries, but many seeds can depending on if they're a weed in your country. So look out for that. It's an exciting project that we're working on at the moment, designing the seed packets, Shambhala seeds, planting seeds of joy is the um, little phrase that we're writing on the bottom. And it kind of also ties into something that I'll talk about in another episode, which is Seeds for Change, which is a, a project that I'm really passionate about more about how do we plant figurative seeds of change in other people's lives by helping them to set up food gardens. It really all comes back to this idea of um, seed saving and and planting. And I and it's with the flower because even if it's the food and the the lettuce, it's the flower that generally has the seeds or the fruit. So we get to experience the the beauty, the, the great thing about fruits, meaning tomatoes, um, cucumbers, zucchinis, apples, pumpkins, all those kind of things. We get to eat the fruit and we get to save the seeds. So, so anyway, that's the, this episode was more about flowers. I've had a newfound love and appreciation for them after 10 years of being a, a food grower. And I hope that maybe this inspires you to go out and, and try planting some flowers or if you've got flowers, just go out and, and have another appreciation for them and maybe save some seeds, let them sprout again or save them and, and keep them for next season. So I hope you enjoyed that and hope you got something out of that and I hope that you enjoy that flower and it speaks to you let it move you let it immerse its um its healing properties and allow you to be healed or be inspired by the joy that they are radiating thank you so much for listening and i look forward to bringing you more episodes on the podcast i'll see you in the next episode Bye for now and lots of love. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Shambhala Living Podcast. If you enjoyed it, then I'd love it if you would share it with some friends and subscribe to this channel and turn on notifications so you can find out when the next podcast comes out. You can find us at Instagram at Shambhala Farm and also check out our upcoming 12-week food growing course. You can find out more details on our newsletter list or on Instagram. I'll see you on the next episode.